just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curve Yeah the hills Hardwood Boys, episode 103 Look who's back. Who just said that? What, state hey. your name to the people. Uh, Benjamin Lynn. Benjamin Lynn is back. He's finally back from his adventure. We didn't. We thought he got abducted by aliens, but he's back. He might tell us where he went. We're not real sure. He, he's very quiet about it. I can't really say where I was, but I can say when you're hunting a prey, you have to become the prey. Oh, yeah, and you did send a picture of yourself the day you got back. You did look kind of like Bigfoot. You didn't look much like an alien. No, well. So you weren't hunting aliens. You no, were probably no, I was going Bigfoots. after Bigfoot, okay. and I got close this time. You did? Real close. You did? Uh-huh. Well, we'll have to get some stories from you if, if, if you'll tell them, but I don't, we'll see. He ain't well, ever going to let us know where that sacred fishing no, hole is. No, he's not. No, he's not. We don't know. <laughs> ain't ever going to happen. He's been going for... Two months, three months, and we don't know where he went. But he's Sometimes back. We're I just, just happy you're back. Disappear and go do my thing, man. We're just I'm happy gonna catch him back. one day. You know? We're just happy you're back. Well, it's Kenan, it's Jay, it's uh, Ben, Brandon, and Vic are MIA tonight. I don't know where they are. They did not let us know. So maybe they're out searching for. They're probably foots. in the Honey Island Swamp looking for the Honey Island Swamp monster. The Rugaru or whatever they are. Rugaru, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Rougarou. Forgot about that. One. Yeah. So they might be. Well, Speaking of, I see some big pigs down there recently. Where at? Where down about Honey Island? They got huh. big pigs. They got some big pigs, like three full hundred pound pigs. I don't want anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me neither. You got to drag them out of the swamp. And you don't. They, I mean, I guess they, they they put. If we were in survival mode, killing a three hundred pound pig, three hundred fifty pound pig would be great. Yeah. It's more meat, but we're not in survival mode, and I would prefer a sixty pound pig, eighty pound pig. It's got a little suckling. A little. G- the smaller, tender, the better. A little bit easier to deal with. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that pig Brandon cooked the other night was that was fabulous, um, fantastic. Fabulous. I was supposed to go get some more of that meat, and I forgot about it till just I, now. I took a bite of it when he walked in, because I was frying fish, which I'll tell the story on the fish. Which was amazing. The mm-hmm. fish, I fried mm-hmm. fish, and Brandon brought over this pork that was way better than the damn fish. And <laughs> I, I, it, you didn't need sauce on it. It was just, I thought it was going to be dry, and you had some barbecue sauce. How did, how That's one of North Georgia. He cooked it in a pressure cooker this time. Oh, with the whole, with I the, just assumed he, it was a big green egg. He just yeah. went to Hawaii and picked up some seasonings when he came back, some salt and stuff yeah. that he gave us. Yeah. And he said that's all he used to cook it. I don't believe some that salt in the least. It was fantastic. Spices from there. I tell you what, at North Georgia pig, man, apples and acorns. That's what it that's gets all them. they eat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what makes them juicy. Yep, the juicy North Georgia pig. You would think running up and down mountains though would make them tough and and uh, hard to eat but I guess well, slow roasting it I think I think the the mountain pig being eating acorns and stuff vice the swamp pig yeah is much better it's, I agree it's completely different I mean when, even when you skin it out it smells yeah. different yeah well you know, I mean they're drinking both. like the world's freshest water there Sweet you go water and they're, they're not eating sulfur water drinking sulfur water and eating god food knows out what. of the sulfur water yeah, yeah they ain't here. rooting around I mean now their food's right there mm-hmm. that's a good point and uh yeah so they do food. taste better up there from up there I tell you what man I, I took some of, those, some of that and threw it on that 
Hawaiian king roll with some barbecue sauce. Oh, that's what my wife Lord, did. That hit, that hit yeah. the spot, didn't it? Yeah, we didn't even eat all my fish. I've never done a fish fry where we didn't eat all my fish. I had like 10 pieces of fish left. That's a good point. I was yeah. a little offended by Brandon bringing his meat. <laughs> Brandon's meat. He brought, did meat. My... he brought the meat. He did. We uh, got the meat. He got the meat. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, with that trout, yeah. that reminded me of when I was a kid when my great uncle used to fry up sea trout. My yeah. Uncle, my great uncle Herbert down here. Herbert uh-huh. down here? Downhill. Herbert what? Burgoyne. In Pascagoula or where? In Pascagoula. Really? Really? I know you have family yeah. from down so, here. So part, part of my mother's family is from northern Maine. Okay. And up in Quebec, and then half of them come down here. Hmm. Some of the originals down here. So it's like French, really. Quebec. No, they, no straight up Acadian French. Yeah, yeah. that's French. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And that, I, but he used to fry up sea trout like that. Okay. And that's some of the best. I love fried sea trout. I, I love it too. And, and my trick is it's Zatarain's lemon pepper. I don't even mix the seasoning. Got I don't a nice add anything kick to it. To it. It's, yeah, it's got a little lemon pepper kick to it. Got a good crunch to it. Dude, I've done the exact same thing under <laughs> your tutelage, and it was not as good. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say a word that had four syllables in it? Two tutelage. Yeah. Well, three. Tutelage. No, I think that's four. Well, I can't spell it. So you put uh, well, jill on the end yeah, of it, yeah, so that's four. Tutelage. <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't spell it if I tried. Uh, I did go to college. That's a little bit coming out. I don't remember most of it. Well, we could turn uh, one of our segments into what? where does this word come from? Tutelage. A new word, the word of the day. Tutelage? I feel like it's French. Tutelage. I don't know. We're going to have to look that up and get back to you, but I'm not going to look it up right now because I'm having a good conversation. So. So, so I got to hear. You tried the same exact thing. Ken was here. I caught a mess of uh, of uh, red snapper last season and brought them back. And uh, we we probably had fifteen people here. We fed we fed a bunch. Yours was did, good. It was good, but it wasn't great. It wasn't what you did. I, I did the exact same thing Ken did. I yeah. used his cooker. Yeah. And <laughs> but wait a minute. Did you use the same spice? Yeah. Yeah, same Zatarain, same, same, same batter, good. Yeah, I think the only difference might have been when you, because when you cook a bunch of fish and you dump them in, because like I dump it onto a, like a plate or a platter yeah. with uh, paper uh, towels. Paper towels, I was going to say pine straw. <laughs> That's that not true. Work. Paper like towels, that actually, yeah, that might work. Paper towels to get the oil off, to absorb the oil. And then I'm, I, after a few seconds I move them over mm. and then I'll so if you dump like if, if you leave those there and then you dump the new ones on top that oil is going to drip off drip of those into the, the old fish and soggy the crunch hmm. up so you've got to spread them out until they dry off and then keep dumping That's, them that makes a lot of in sense. one spot and now I will say I didn't cook most of the fish I guess yeah. I'm going to shuck this burden over I was filleting them and cutting them in, in bite-sized yeah. Who was chunks. cooking them that night? Uh, Tyler and um, Jesse were cooking okay. most of them. Yeah, I remember Jesse being Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'll take I'll take the hit. Maybe I didn't do a good enough yeah, job. I think that's about the only yeah. difference. You know, maybe I let mine cook a little longer to get crunchier. Yeah. So temperature of oil might be a difference. Okay. But really, I have it turned up almost all the way. And, but if you, I'll take it out every now and then when it starts floating, the fish starts floating. Uh-huh. I'll take it out and then I'll touch it just to see if it's hard. 
If the outer part is hard, I'll dump it. But you can't dump it on the old fish, or it's going to soggy up the but old. That makes a lot I, of I think sense. everybody's got their own specialty. I mean, you got yeah. the fish. Brandon's got the pig. Yeah. What What do you cook? That's a specialty that you like. You cook some elk. That was good. Elk I heart. did make some elk heart. Woo. Uh, when was that? that? January, December, sometime. I don't know. It's probably it January. Good. Elk heart. Uh, I probably, to be honest, it probably might not have been the most fresh. Uh, it was in the bottom of my freezer. I was cleaning it out. It's like, well, we got to cook this. Yeah. But when I defrosted it. The meat was beautiful, like oh. the freshest, reddest, brightest meat. Cleaned it up, cut it in strips, and then I, correct me if I'm wrong, I pan-seared it, salt, pepper, did. and did a little garlic in, in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was good. Now, I've got an uh, update on that. Yeah. So, Jamie, I'll bring him up again. Yeah. I was talking to him about that. He cooks uh, every deer heart he shoots, he cooks it when he's cleaning it. So he'll take it and he'll put it in a brine solution immediately. Okay. Coming, still warm, coming out of the deer. Puts it in an ice brine. Okay. And pumps it, pumps it, pumps it. Gets the blood and out. And then does a fresh one, does it again, and then throws it on the grill as they're cleaning the deer. And they cook it and okay. while they clean and, and cut up the deer. Okay. So I think the ice brine, it gets all the, the blood out of the meat while yeah. you pump it. Because I know all I did was I just cut it out of the elk, yeah. brought it back, it and back. it, it yeah. still had some blood in it when I defrosted it. So that probably, when I cooked it, it was is pretty irony tasting. It still. did have a bloody taste. Yeah, but I was expecting it to be like livery bloody, but no, it was, no, no, it was, no, it was it was a it was good. It was a bright. It was a gorgeous meat. That, Something that I've never fabulous. seen before, and a lot of it too. You know, but it's like it, take that's like when football you first, size. first killed duck, you fry up the the gizzards right after you get back i've never done that. i've never done oh that either oh my god that's yeah. so i've heard amazing. of gizzards but I, we never ate them yeah dude duck gizzards you never had a whatever. gizzard no even a chicken gizzard not even a chicken gizzard no. huh is it isn't the gizzard See, my specialty is a lot easier than y'all's what's okay. your specialty i make what they call spicy black eyed peas Ooh. with ham hock in it so you're real popular on new year's day yeah I'm, well Infamous is probably more likely. Yeah, That's yeah. any day of From the, the year. From the spice, all right, fair enough. So yeah, black eyed peas. I like black eyed peas. I I, I should make a mess of them for y'all and see yeah. what you think. Yeah, black eyed peas specialty. with fried trout would go well. Spicy Ooh. black eyed peas. Now. I'll take it. Now they got right. a little heat on them now. A little. I'll heat. try it. I don't I'm like down. a lot of heat, but I'll I'll do it. Right, hmm. Next time I cook the the trout. You need to do some black eyed Let peas. Let me know. But I got to know like the day before because I I okay. get up about. 5 a.m. I start them. Okay, really? Do you use dried ones or you use canned ones? No, I use dry ones. You yeah, soak you them soak them overnight. I soak and them that. overnight. I got to know to soak them overnight and clean them up. Okay. And then I put them in, and uh, I got my secret recipe in there. Do you have a mm. bat? Do you have it all ready to go, or you're gonna have to go to the store? What do you mean? So if I called you right now and said, "Hey, man, I want those tomorrow." I, you know, usually I have all the ingredients okay. to make them because I make them uh, yeah. probably once a month. That's what I'm asking. So if I get home from fishing and say it's 7 o'clock at night and I say I'm going to fry a fish tomorrow night, would you be able to have them ready I, by tomorrow I, night? Yeah, I could probably okay. do that. Okay. That that ain't, and even if I had to go pick up something, it probably ain't nothing more than going and getting some of the yeah. bell pepper I need and some other things. Beans. Yeah, we'll do it. Undercooked dried beans. Uh, I ain't trying to get gassy, 
but uh, it's a bad day. It's a real it's a, bad it's day. A bad really? Day. Man, you are. I learned a lot. A bad lesson on that. Undercooked like, beans. I, I soaked them overnight, but I did something wrong, okay. and I cooked them. I, I I felt like I cooked them too long, but when I ate them, they were. Have you ever had uh-huh. undercooked beans? Yeah, you know they're white, undercooked. They're not when soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big difference. You know, as soon as you eat them. I was miserable for the next five days. Really? Oh, dude, it locks you up internally for the for a week. I've never yeah, heard this, that. Your stomach starts flinching. Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, dude, you it were was real bad. And I had PT at five five a.m. the next morning every day for the next five days. Awesome. I wanted to die. Yeah, it was not fun. I've never heard of that. So I make sure beans. when I eat beans that they're well cooked from now on. I like them refried beans. Ooh, <laughs> double fried you know, beans. Yeah, yeah. Double they don't fried. even fry them at all. I tell you what, I like some good old twice baked potato. Now that's good too. Oh. With sour cream and bacon in there all mixed together and some cheese on top. That's I like me a, a, a twice baked potato. Yeah, now we're on food. <laughs> I guess because of fishing. Yeah. And now we're talking about, yeah, we talked about food and our specialties i'll ask you a question on food blue crab yeah the the devil crab you got them we okay. take a shell open it up scoop it out right the top shell yeah and then you put the crab meat back in they there they call it a stuffed crab yeah. stuffed crab yeah. yeah 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 how do you yeah. do that i've never done it yeah. but i would think it's very similar to like a crab cake mm-hmm. you, you got some bread crumbs you got some crab meat you probably got some I don't know about mayonnaise because they cook it, but they they got some egg yolks probably in it to bind it all together, and then they'll deep fry it. That's yeah. a crab cake. That makes but sense. I think they do that with the when they put it in the shell. It's pretty much the same thing. It's some celery. Yeah, yeah, it's a stuffed crab. What but I tell you, what, I've taken scooped out the crab meat. Yeah. Cooked it up with deer sausage and stuffed it in a mushroom and cooked baked the mushroom with deer and crab. With deer and that crab would be amazing. It. Yeah, that would be people. Restaurant people always overlook. Yeah, the use of deer sausage. Oh yeah, now put some deer sausage in there with uh, put some deer sausage in there with some crab meat in a mushroom. Hell yeah, that would be wonderful. Deer deer sausage is just amazing. It is, which leads me to that segment we did in the last episode. Kenan's meat or what's in Kenan's sack? You're gonna know what this is. Okay. It's always, it's the meat that I carry in my sack. Yeah, Ben was looking at us like, I what is exactly he talking about? I know exactly what's in your sack. Okay, what is that? Jalapeno cheese. Jalap- Jalap- Jalapeno cheddar. I would say most people in the South, if if they ask what's in their sack and keeping their beer cold, uh-huh. It's one of them Yeti ice things, or no. at the very least, a, yeah. a sack of ice. No. Nope. You don't do that. You know but that he, I don't, use he don't have a Yeti. He's got a Fug Yeti. Yeah. I would yes. say most people here don't have Yetis. No, I would say that, too. But yeah. I say I got one in Walmart coolers that keeps my beer just as cold. Hell, yeah. Right. Those Yetis are so overpriced. It's kind of like Starbucks coffee. And I worked in the coffee industry during when Starbucks was coming out. I worked for community, or no, standard coffee out of New Orleans. But Starbucks could sell a cup of coffee for five, six bucks back then, which is probably still six, seven bucks for a latte, grande or whatever they call it. That cup of coffee cost them about 14 cents, other than the sugar and cream and all the, you know, just the actual coffee. Wow. And that's with the cup. 
And they, it's marketing, marketing, well, marketing. Didn't did we just talk about this with archery with bows the other day? No, I wasn't going to but I'm interested. About the, I, we did the other night at Fish Rock. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. bought one of them diamond bows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said that it's just amazing. Yeah. And that's not like top of the line expensive I mean, there, I can tell a build quality between it and its parent company, Bowtech. But the same technology and engineering is there. Yeah. And it feels good when you shoot it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it does. Now, yeah. what what about rifles now? I think we had this conversation, too. Oh. You, you got spoiled, didn't you, Ooh. Ben? Well, I've been spoiled for a long time on rifles. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> My work gun is about $5,000. So, uh, maybe so, I, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm not the one to talk about Yeah, that. so, but me, like, rifle-wise, to me, they've always, I've always had a, either a Ruger 270 or now I have a 300, oh no, a 7mm mag, wind mag, um, and it's heavy. It's heavy. It's a big old solid gun. You, you really need a rest to shoot it. If you're shooting at any distance, over 100 yards or so, you got to rest it on something because it, it's a what is probably it? 12, 15 pound gun. What, uh, what brand of model what is it? What brand, I could tell you if my brain is, my brain shut off right now. Um, a heavy one. Big, big it's bull heavy. barrel. Yeah. It's, now, if you're going with barrel. an off-the-shelf rifle, I mean, I'm a fan of Savage. I just think they build a quality rifle right I agree. now. I think they, and they're accurate. Good. I've never mm. shot one, but I'm sure. Now, there's some others out there. I mean, I like brown. How do you feel about Mossberg lately? I haven't heard a lot about them, but I've seen several of them For the, the money. Do they, I mean, they Savage, make, too. But they're making rifles? Yeah. yeah. I just remember yeah. Mossberg as being shotgun. a shot, the number yep. one shotgun mm -hmm. you'd want. Yeah, so, I agree. So, tell me about it. Uh, the American rifle, apparently, it's like 400 bucks, low end, and that's probably without a scope. But uh, and I'm not advocating for it, but um, they're making a hell of a rifle. I mean, all the major brands, Remington, which Remington's kind of in a flux right now. They they filed for bankruptcy and and they got bought out by. Uh, correct me if I'm mistaken. I want to say Vista Outdoors. Um, but then part of the Marlin got bought by Ruger. Ruger yep. bought out the Marlin section yep. of Remington. Yep, and Ruger's been doing pretty well too. They, they, well, I think they bought Marlin or Remington bought Marlin. There's a lot of change. And uh, but anyway, the rifle industry, what I'm getting at is everything is pretty much at one MOA or, or better. It's, you can't ask for better than that. And how many guys you know that shoot one inch to, to the nine. at 100 yards? Half inch, 200 yards, third of an inch, 300 yards. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm way off. I, I I'm completely backwards. Yeah. Well, Two right. inches at 200 yards, three inches at 300 yards, and it continues from there. Okay. Completely backwards. I'm an idiot. But, I mean, who, yeah. how many people you know that can shoot like that? I mean, I hate to say it, but the average person ain't killing a deer beyond 100 yards. Maybe two hundred at the most. Depends on where you at. Yeah, Mississippi, you don't have many more yeah. shot, many shots over two hundred yards. I yeah. mean, there are certain fields and certain farms that you could have a four hundred yard shot even at my yeah. place, but I'm usually going to wait and try and get him at two hundred. Yeah, there you go. I, I agree. I mean, like we were talking the other night, uh, out there out west, you got five hundred mm. yard shots or not out of the that's back ordinary. east here in the hardwoods that's a different yeah that's a different yeah. that's a different gun that i would i use over there i could shoot an elk with my seven millimeter bag 
No, yeah. It, it would kill an elk, but I've, I've never shot it over 200 yards, so I am not bringing it to Colorado to shoot 582 yards, yeah. which is what I killed my elk. you got to calculate out. drop and everything else. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. you got to range finders, and you got to have the scopes that adjust. Um, yeah. you know, that, Preferably. You, yeah, that yeah. helps. Um, or at least having scopes that have the the trajectory and everything Ooh. on them. Oh, we're talking some high dollar stuff there. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. have those. Now, wait a minute. Vortex makes a good scope, and they're not necessarily high dollar, but they I have like all Vortex. the functions. Yeah. They have the adjustable. I have a gun. I have a to gun. Reach I out. have a Vortex. On I could argue rifles. that they're taking over some of the market share, a lot of the market I share. I would say that they would. I'm, yeah. like, thoroughly impressed, and they're clear. Mm-hmm. Really? They're not bad. They're not a bad. I think my ne- I, I have one Vortex, and I think my next one's probably going to be a Vortex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maven's another big name that's coming out. Really? Yeah. Them on the market, yeah. yeah. They're not cheap. They're not. They're not. Yeah, junk. I, hadn't, I hadn't been in the scope market since I was. Yeah. Well, since I've seen them and I've seen Night Force too. Kind of trying to buy it. Well, it was just all Louisville. Yes. You could spend a little bit more money on them. Night Force is a is a uh, a quality level above Leopold, I would yeah. say. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's they're what I grew up on. Then you got Schmidt and Bender, which is a whole nother ball Never game. Heard or of. Steiner. Yeah. Eh, that could be a whole podcast topic, so let's cut it right here. Yeah, because we're over twenty minutes I now. Think that's all upper level. Uh, what that, Bugatti level? That's, that's out talking, of the hardwood talking, boys budget. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're talking Gucci. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of stuff. That's no, Gucci. We're not Bougie, uh, We can't afford. Maybe that. Vic could afford it. Maybe Vic can handle that. He likes all that. I don't fancy know. If Vic stuff. could afford that. That's, that's <laughs> I don't know, man. Twenty thousand. You seen that truck? Right. That's he's going to show. You seen that truck he pulled out the other day? Boy, good lord. Yeah. That's one of the nicest trucks That's why I ever can't laid afford miles on. One of the yeah. <laughs> That's the nicest truck I ever laid miles on. Okay, we're 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 past our, our allotted time, so I want to thank. Well, first of all, I want to just give a shout out to Maga, my mother-in-law, who's been with us now all for about Maga. She's super six cool. months. Yeah, y'all all met her, hung out with her. Um, I took her fishing a couple weeks ago, and we we it was too windy to go out anywhere. Special. We made it halfway to Cat Island before I went. Wait up! I'm not gonna drive her nuts. It was three foot seas, so not bad. But in my little bay boat, it's uncomfortable. So we turned around, went to Taylor Reef, and we caught. Luckily, we caught a bunch of little trout. They weren't big enough to keep, but she caught a bunch. You know, probably ten of them, and I caught probably seven or eight. So we at least had some fun. So I want to give a shout out to her. I'll send. I'll put that picture on Facebook of her holding up her monster trout, which was about eight inches long. Um, and then I did get to go fishing last week on Thursday. Uh, I didn't invite any of y'all. I just snuck out and took off. And I went to Pass Marianne and caught six nice trout, which led to our fish fry this past week. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to try and get out every now and then when the wind is right. And, I'm just uh, happy to see you using your boat, man. Me too. I'm happy to do it yeah. um, if the wind gets right. That's true. So, yeah. so we're at the end of the podcast. I also want to thank um, American Offshore for sponsoring us. So Ben is back, so he can call his buddy now and, and get us uh, straightened out. I hope I hope he's listening. And he, and we have been changing up how we do the and ad. If y'all have not gone on that website and checked it out for our listeners, I'm going to tell you right now, they got some Gucci stuff. It looks they amazing. Do. And they are some nice fellas. So They are. Well, fella. There's there's well, one guy. Well, well, the well, owner, but I'm sure he has a, people working for him. I think he has an employee now. Well, I'm just saying. And, like, Michael, I've uh, I've been pushing your stuff out west, like far west, uh, way, way west, past the international dateline. Just saying. Uh, yeah. I hope you hear something. 
So. Yeah, send us some send us some more beer so we can keep on doing these podcasts. We do appreciate you uh, sponsoring us and uh, go check out their stuff. Anything ceramic on your boat or is it ceramic? Acrylic. Acrylic. I'll Sorry, right. too. Yeah. yeah. He can probably figure out some I, I'm considering having them do the uh, acrylic whiskey bottle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we just need to get some business at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We need to call him and start ordering some stuff from him. But we do appreciate it. Go check him out. He's got all kinds of t shirts and hats and everything you need for your boat and fishing gear. Make fishing great again. Make fishing great again. So, uh, we do appreciate y'all listening. Give us a shout out on Facebook, Instagram, Hardwood Boys. Reach out to us. We've had some people reaching out, giving us questions. I think this last episode we had some girl named Jessica Hurt reach out to us, and uh, we appreciate that. So um, keep on sending them out to us. Uh, we appreciate it. I'm going to say stay tight. Keep your lines tight. I'm all about jerking a little bit. You got to fish. You got to jerk. Keep the bottom side wet. Keep the bottom side wet, and as always, stay hard. <laughs>